It doesn't feel like it started. Did it start now? Yeah. Are we sure? <laughs> yeah. It's like, how sure record. are we? That, but that could be a lie. It could Should we be. give it a second? I mean, why oh, not? This is our, okay. Should we check YouTube? Or we should we just go? I mean, yeah. if someone's watching this, they'll, then they can just let us know. <laughs> All right. So here we go. So when, when Kevin has to edit this, this is probably going to end up at the end of the show because that's how he works. So. <clears throat> Hello, gamers and non-gamers alike, to another PSVG OT. I am your host, Coach Hulk, the Big Goat Connoisseur, and I want to start today off by thanking you for your feedback and love. We appreciate it so much. Joining me today is Nathan, but you can call me Daddy Thomas, because he's my future <laughs> father, folks. <laughs> and Dev, my Gallahorn brings all the boys to the yard, Tyus. I yeah, spent boy. hours on that. I'm real proud of that one, folks. You better. I'm hoping you're laughing in your car right now. There's there's breakfast burrito falling in your lap. Um, <laughs> how are we doing today, gentlemen? I'm tired. <laughs> We got, we got it. We got it tired. How you feeling, Dev? I'm chilling, man. I'm good to go. It's it's much earlier here than it is there, so it's I true. can understand you're tired. It, it's a crisp 11:51 here. That's that's the best time to start a podcast. I I, I read it in the podcast magazine, written oh. by me. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> by the way, my 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 subscription lapsed on that, and I sent up an email, and they never responded with me about trying to re-up it. Can um, you talk to somebody about that? I can. I can. See, the thing is, our tech support just goes to the trash can. Um, <laughs> we feel that that's the best way to get through stuff. So <laughs> I <laughs> hope you legit. guys had a wonderful week. Uh, Dev, anything special happened to you in the last uh, seven days, big guy? Uh, special? No. Life happened, but uh, other than special, no. Nah. I just okay. been, you know, playing games, playing Destiny, because I can't shake that habit. Um, mm-hmm. No, nothing else special. No, all right. Uh, Big Nate, how about you, sir? How's your week been? Uh, not been too bad. We had a, so my wife had a baby shower thrown for her today, so that was fun. Um, I uh, was the only guy there, <laughs> uh, but it was okay. Cause she wanted me there anyway. I was like, do I? do I need to go? And she's like, I want you to. I'm like, okay. So I was there. Uh, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do is just let her direct me. So yeah, there we go. That's what, that's what we did today. That was fun. Um, this past week has been a whirlwind for me personally at work. It's been a lot of, a lot of work. So uh, it's nice to be the weekend. Although the weekend is almost over. Boo. <laughs> oh man. So I'm sorry. It just popped in my head. For for the lady, it's the baby shower. So, like, when you have one, is it a baby bath, or do guys not get one of these? Like, we don't get one, as far oh. as I know. Um, well, I'm I'm trying to be like I'm trying to get some guys together one of these nights and just get some like whiskey or something and just have have a whiskey night. Okay. You know? Yeah. Well, I feel like both you know, my it, baby showers, it was just co-ed because it's it's both your babies. It's not like yeah, it's a team <laughs> baby, right? I mean, it right. takes two to make it. I'm not 100 percent sure on that as I don't have kids. But I assume it takes two people to do it. Like I'm like forty-seven and a half percent sure. <laughs> I mean, technically it does. I mean, but really it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, you. you I'm could. not a doctor, but I feel that that's wrong, and you should have a Nate baby shower for you, because it's, uh, it's fifty percent your baby. I think is that a baby shower where they like send me all kinds of gaming related stuff because they know I'm going to need it. Yes, I. There we go. So there's is a gamer shower. Ooh, there we okay. go. I like See, something just got invented. <laughs> that's what that I is awesome. I'm here to help, folks. I'm here to help. Uh, my week was really great until Sunday night. I had a great Saturday. Uh, did the podcast. It was our first one. Like I went, I got off of this this surface of mine hype. I was like, man, that was the best. I had such a good time, even if no one listens. And then Sunday we got some shout-outs. Monday we got some shout-outs. Tuesday, so many people commented. But my Sunday, I get a text message. Hey, Coach Mo, we need you to cover ninth grade volleyball for the rest of the week. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no volleyball. 
And their uh, practice is at 6 a.m. Th- that's when it starts. Just tell them to spike the ball and win, right? Oh, that's my all you goodness. Do. It, was, it was a tough week for me, but we got through it. We got through it. <sighs> now, yeah. uh, to recap, this show was built around two main ideas that I had. Uh, one is I want to share awesome moments where we get to know the group of, uh, as people, get to know us better. Um, those are my favorite moments from other podcasts mm-hmm. like Unlocked, when we get to know about the, the host, what Ryan's going through, what everyone's dealing with. And, and so that that's the first thing. The second thing is, is we like to make sure, I like to make sure that my guests are not prepared at all. So gentlemen, the question I'm going to keep asking, did I in any way, shape, or form prepare you for this podcast? None whatsoever. Yes. Um, Actually, you did send me something in the mail, uh, and it was a, a treasure map. So, yep. was that for tonight? No, that's actually for the baby shower. You, you were supposed <laughs> okay. to. Eat that today. Um, <laughs> I was. It was supposed to lead you to gaming. I'm, I'm sorry, we 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 got relayed on that. That's on me. That's okay. on me. Um. So, like last week, um, we didn't prepare you guys. So today's memory is twofold. Uh, first, we want you to talk about a, a moment when you were covered like a boss. And a moment where your recovery skills were lacking. So I'll go first to kind of let you guys have some time to simmer on it. Um, a moment where I recovered like a boss. It's two years ago. We're in the gym. I'm playing hoops against one of my guards. And I'm I'm going down. I'm giving a little move. I'm putting a little shake in it. I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm looking good. And I go up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put a little stank in this dunk. It just feels right. And I go up and boom, and I land. And as I land, I hear this cracking noise. Like we are talking like I thought I broke a hip. Like I legit thought that something bad had just happened to my body. And I look up and the whole backboard shattered. Oh, wow. Now, I, I put a picture on this on, on Twitter a couple of years ago. I think it's still up there. It, it, it didn't shatter where the glass came out. It just did the whole where the glass is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. At that moment, I had two options. Get hype so the kids didn't realize that Coach Mo just broke the hoop (laughs) and he could have to pay for that out of his pocket. (laughs) Or go, oh, no, and just worry about it. So I just put the worry down, put the fear down. uh, Yeah, get some. Y'all can't bring that here. Scariest moment of my life. I was like, I'm about to get fired for breaking the basketball hoop. This, this, I'm, this is not going to end well. It did end well for me. I was okay. I still got the job. And the moment where my recovery skills were lacking, this actually happened a couple weeks ago. I'm playing flag football, and I'm going out there, and I'm not in cleats. Ooh. All right? And one of our football girls, she's on, she's, she's on the football team, very good athlete, really shifty, great volleyball player. She breaks down. She breaks down, and let's just say – my non-cleated foot decided it was not going to plant. It was going to slide. And so it basically looked like she shook me and broke both my ankles and I hit the ground. <laughs> and I did not have the fortitude to be like, no, coach is okay, man. I'll get the next one. Nope. I laid there going, <laughs> And she still has not let me live it down. And I'm sure that uh, she'll be writing in questions and embarrass me about it later. So that is a moment where I recovered like a boss and the moment where I did not recover so good. Nate, let's hear your stories, man. So I'm trying to think about this. And I am not an athletic fellow. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't really have recovery stories as it relates to sports. But when I was thinking about it, because, you know, I don't, I don't go down, man. I don't go down. I don't need to recover. I'm just kidding. But uh, (laughs) when I'm when I'm thinking about this, something that I think would relate is when I was how old was I? Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, somewhere around there. um, I was I was heading to work. I worked at Best Buy at the time, and uh, it was you know a little bit rainy day, Mm -hmm. and I was I like to drive a little fast, you know, just kind of cruising along the way, not too far away from the home just yet. Still kind of in the area. And I guess I'm going a little too fast. It's a little little rainy outside, you know, a little misty. And I go around a turn. In my 97 Nissan Sentra. Shout out. Um, the best my, of the Sentras. Just want to point that out. 
<laughs> the first car that I owned, my first car, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I proceed to slide, like uncontrollably slide. Like, and I, I'm not going too fast. I'm going like maybe five, between zero and five miles over. But it's around this this turn. And it's kind of a sharper turn. It's not quite 90, um, but it's it's around that, you know, that degree. And there was um, oil on the pavement from like motorcycles and stuff or something else. There's just like some oil on the pavement and it gets more slick, more viscous around that point. So you're, you just slide. So I, I am in this slide and I proceed to hit the curb and the whole car goes like this. So it's laying on the passenger side. Driver side up is vertical, right? What? So... The during this whole time, kind of funny. I like this to to add this out because this was the best uh, CD player I evidently ever had. It uh, I was playing some Star Wars music as I do. Okay, probably, probably that makes sense. Sith. No but one here was surprised by that. No, no, there, we, we were. <laughs> you were playing Star Wars? What? <laughs> Man, that's crazy. <laughs> I believe it was the Revenge of the Sith soundtrack. Um, the and, you know, back, movies. Back then, I was. Uh, when I worked at Best Buy, I blew my money on car audio and things like that. So um, anyway, I was playing that. It did not skip. kept on going. So I had some fantastic music going. But uh, I decided to turn the car off because I was like, oh, uh, I should probably turn the car off just to make sure the engine doesn't like, catch on fire, explode or something, right? So I'm like, well, turn the car off, figure out, well, I, I guess I got to go up. So I open the door, pop out of the car. And I just kind of stand there for a second and someone comes out. I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. What's up? Uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, <laughs> I wasn't my, my car just, my car is facing the wrong direction. It's it on wasn't. the Y axis, supposed to be on the X, but I'm good. Like, nothing's wrong. <laughs> I was just like, can I just maybe push this thing over and it'll go? And I was like, well, you know, I should probably just let it lay because I don't know if I push it over, it cause more issues and stuff. So I just, I just put it there and I, I'm, I'm just waiting around for, uh, I call my, my dad, you know, I was literally like two minutes away from the house. That <laughs> call my dad, you know, my, he comes out and, uh, he's like, mm, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, police come out and everything, whatever. I didn't really like, like it was fine. Like I didn't remember even getting a ticket or anything, but I just walked out there. I just remember climbing up out of the car, just hopping out of the car and just walking like, what's up? Car like this. I'm all right. What's going on, guys? I recovered, right? Is that recovery? Does that count? Yeah, that's that is recovering like a boss. That is and the then, most boss recovery. <laughs> yeah, that's, and then I proceeded. Yeah. Uh, that car got totaled, by the way. Um, of course, so, yeah, it, it is sideways at this point in time. It's like, sideways. <laughs> uh, I proceeded to you know go to the junkyard afterwards and grab my subwoofer out because that was important, um, yeah. and I got my uh, CD player out because hey, it had my Star Wars CD in it for one thing, and for the other thing. It didn't skip, so I want the CD player back. Yeah. So I'm uh, obviously going, getting that. And I, I get a new car, a 2002, so I go five years newer, uh, a Chevy Malibu with a V6 engine. Oh, yeah. Ooh, so not only did this happen, but I, I upgraded in the process. <laughs> so, but yeah, that uh, I guess that was a recovery of sorts. Um. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm behind it. Dev, recovering like a boss, and where your recovery skills are lacking. Recovery like a boss. I mean, that one is like Nate, man. I don't get I don't get knocked down. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's just me then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, only thing I can really think of is sports related. Um. Backyard playing basketball, playing some hoops with just you know my neighborhood boys, playing hoops as we do in the backyard. It's one dude named Joey. He's probably the only person back there that could ever really be on my level when it came to hoops, just because he was pesty as all heck. Like his defense, like he's got those hands, like he's got them hands. He's always trying to trying to get at you. So he's either gonna get you know crossed up real bad, or he's gonna rip you because you're panicking. Um, so with him. He also had a really bad, he had a deadly jumper. Like if you let them, if you left them open, he was knocking it down. So you got to kind of play up close, but he can, he, he can dribble well enough to get by you if you're too close and you ain't really paying attention. So what he was able to do, I was up, I was up a little close. He got me with a little crossover, <laughs> but 
I can jump. So as he's getting to the hole, he thinks he's got an easy uncontested layup. No. Off the backboard. Get out of here with that. Oof. Yes. It. Not in my house, bro. Mm. So that'd be like the time I recovered like a boss. And I, I did that to him repeatedly. I would just let him go by me and just block it because I'd rather do that than let him shoot three. So, yeah, no, of course. You think you're going to go by me? I'm going to let you go. And then I'm just going to bait you and take that. Kind of like playing corner. You just bait him into the interception. Got him, coach. Um, When I didn't recover so well. Um, I'd have to say this was uh in college playing intramural basketball. All my stories are all around basketball, ridiculous. Um, playing against the track team in intramural basketball. Ooh, not only are they fast as all hell, but oh, they can yeah. jump. So this yeah. is just we're just we're just outmanned as it is. <laughs> so playing on we're going down to O, we get a turn, we turn the ball over, and it's basically a fast break. I'm a guard, so I'm already at the top of the key. So I'm trying to get back. Well, unbeknownst to me, the dude that Cherry picked is like the high jumper. So this fool's got no, actually, he's a long jumper. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So he's yeah, got high jumpers are dirty already. I mean, they, they, yeah. those guys jump seven feet in the air. Yeah, this fool. He he's got he's got boosties. <laughs> so not only do I get the lob thrown on me, and I jump like an idiot, I come down on his foot. And twist my ankle. Oh no! Insult to injury. <laughs> <laughs> like, and not just a, a bad twist. Like, I I got up and I finished the game out, but I had to go to the hospital Ooh. because later on that night I could not walk. We're talking strained ligaments. Like, I had to be on crutches. So yeah, I did not recover like a boss too well. There. <laughs> it was bad. Got the lob thrown on me. <laughs> Twisted the ankle, strained the ligaments, and we got beat by like 20. So it was just oh, – it was man. all bad. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Best intramural team I ever played against was a swim team. What? I, people I, – I swear to you, every one of those dudes was already yoked. Right. Their teamwork was insane. And wow. and so, like, after the game, like, we play them. And, again, on, the, on my team was two former basketball players, me at 6'8", and I'm like, we have a good squad. I'm like, and we're after the game, I'm like, y'all were insane. Defensively, they did everything right. Like the offense, like they weren't super talented, but they worked so well together. Like they were scoring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm asking, I'm like, why? And he goes, when you have to wake up at four in the morning and swim for three hours to your body aches, coming out of here in the courts, nothing. And I just <laughs> sat there looking at the guy going, really? Is it that hard? <laughs> and then I went and watched. I went and watched. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, my body hurts from watching you work out. Yeah, you're right. Because you can do it. Man, we should take those swimmers out. They can do whatever they want, man. They, they, they're next level on everything. That's How crazy. Is, it was insane. Just the teamwork they had was crazy. Now, see, uh, I never played against a swim team. But the most, like, just ridiculous team I ever played against in intramural sports, football, and basketball was the deaf team. Oh, yeah. Because their communication Perfect. was insane. Like, I'm talking like they always knew where everybody was, everything that was going on on the football field or on the basketball court. And you just see them making signs. And it's, it was just, it was, it was poetry in motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we beat them, but it was still poetry in motion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, we got some questions for today from my students. Uh, and, and a couple of these were actually throwbacks to the podcast. So it made me really excited that they were listening. Um, the first one is, this is from Big T, who is actually really short. I don't know why she calls herself Big T, but I'm going to let her have it. And she wants to know, what was the most disappointing moment you've had in gaming? Nate, what's your most disappointing moment, big guy? You're muted, Nate. I, I think I mute myself there. Sorry if I'm bad. It's all right. That was my most disappointing moment. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. <laughs> Um, okay. So I don't know. So there's, there's a few things that come to my mind when I think of disappointing in gaming. Um, so I don't know. Can I just like give a few? <laughs> yeah. you go ahead. Listen, the thing about this podcast is we are not as organized as say 
some of these other fancy podcasts. We've got literally four things on this list, and we just talk and have a good time. Feel free. Uh, Diverge so, a little. <laughs> so so one thing that always comes to mind when, I, when I'm disappointed with gaming is I bought a game. I pre-ordered it nonetheless. Uh, a game because it was like, oh, this sounds really fun. It sounds, you know, interesting. I think I I, I want to kind of try something a little different because, you know, it's kind of in that rut where I was playing, you know, open world games all the time or not. That's not a rut, but in that groove, I guess is a better way to put it, um, where, you know, I'm playing tons of open world games and playing shooters. Those are kind of where I'm, I'm venturing towards. But I was like, you know what? This, this game sounds cool. It sounds like a game that I want to at least try. And I think, uh, you know, if Dan is listening, he knows exactly where I'm going with this right now. But uh, there's a game called The Escapists. So I pre-ordered this game. I was like, sounds cool. Sounds like a game I want to play. Jacked for it, right? I even stay up to play it. I think it unlocked like 9 o'clock my time or something like that or 10 o'clock. Uh, and I load it up and I'm like, what? what? What is happening here? What is going on? Um, Mo, even did do you even like the game? I mean, just I know you own it, but do you like it? This is actually Escapist Two, which is better than Escapist One, in my opinion. Well, I mean, anything would be better than the Escapists One because it's terrible. It's an absolute piece of. Anyway, um, I just I was super disappointed by it. I I played it for a while trying to figure out. Okay, I just need to give it some time, let it grow on me. Uh, make sure I understand the mechanics, but just nothing took to me. And that was just like my first real disappointment for a game that I pre-ordered. It was my first digital pre-order as well. So I had all these things going on. I was, I was excited. I was jacked. I was wanting to try something new, step outside the box. And then, then I realized I shouldn't step outside the box because it's nasty. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, uh, that was one thing when I think of disappointing is just, yeah, you know, I think that game just wasn't for me. And I mean, it's not. It's for you, Mel. Obviously, you own it. It's not <laughs> Listen, for me. I currently own every game that's been physically released for Xbox. All games are for me. I, there's, there's no line here. I just okay. play them. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, another disappointing thing, and I mean, this didn't really. This wasn't really an experience per se, just for me. I mean, this is a lot of people um, had the same, I'm sure, thought or disappointment, but. A while back, there was a game announced, and it was demoed, and it was pretty far along. We saw it for at least two E3s like actually being demoed. We saw a, a nice long demo one year, and then all of a sudden, it was canceled. And that was Star Wars 1313. Ugh. And you know, you guys know I love me some Star Wars, and I was jacked about this game. I was super excited for it. I was watching everything. I was like, this looks like Uncharted Star Wars. It looks fantastic, right? Oh my god, yeah. And I you know, it was long away and then all of a sudden, hey, Star Wars just got bought by uh Disney. So I was like, okay. Oh, that's that's okay, right? We're getting more movies. Woohoo. And then they're like, "Goodbye Lucasfilm." I was like, "What?" First off, yeah. Lucasfilm was doing good good work there towards the end. They had the in-house uh studio. They had Skywalker Sound, yeah. uh Lucasfilm Animation, and uh, LucasArts right there on the same campus. They were working together to make these games, like The Force Unleashed. You know, those were all in-house, same campus games, doing all facets of the game. It was it was a work of art. Yeah. And I was just, I saw those demos for 1313. I was like, this is going to be fantastic. This is next gen. I mean, at that point, we were talking, this is going to be next gen. This is going to be fantastic, right? And, you know, it was everything that it looked like we wanted and later on we found out more about the game it was supposed to be a boba fett story and you were gonna yeah. like grow into the character and i became even more disappointed you know and just one of those things where give me a time machine let me go back and talk to somebody in the studio and be like you guys no i i know you're worried about you know possibly having an m-rated game under the disney store uh but you know it, it's okay you know, just let it happen. Let it be natural. It may not even get rid of him. Who knows? It could just be teen. So I don't know. I was just super disappointed by not being able to have that. And then, you know, as of late, bringing it to current times, I was also stabbed it through the heart, as it were. And it has to do with the closing of Visceral and the 
the change of focus of Amy Hennig's game that she was working on for years. A, it's Amy Hennig. Yeah, it's Amy Hennig. So, you know, it's going to be a great story. And it's Visceral Games. So, you know, it's going to have quality mechanics. And they said, you know, in the press release, this is good. This was turning out to be a single, you know, linear focused story. Perfect. That's what I want. (laughs) Give it to me. And they're like, so we we canceled it or not canceled, but we're shifting focus. And I'm like, no, no. I mean, it's as if, you know, thousands of fanboys were suddenly cried out in silence or cried out in (laughs) in anguish and disgust. And Way to go. go. It's just, I was disappointed. I am disappointed. And, you know, they they are changing to be more of this games as a service thing and all that yada yada whatever just just give me awesome single player stories you know what i mean look at the witcher game of the year fantastic game everybody loves it as from the fan point of view and that developer everybody loves that developer because they're you know they're up front about everything right mm-hmm. they all that had, free dlc man all that free dlc all those tweaks, all those enhancements, and they're going to give, you know, 4K support and Xbox One X support and PS4 Pro support. You know, they don't have to do that. They don't have to continue supporting this game. It came out two years ago, right? Yep. But they're they're supporting it, and people are still buying the game because they haven't played it yet, and they're they're able to get the entire game for $20, including the, the two expansions, which is insane for the amount of content you can play. It's on sale right now, by the way, if you if you have if you have not played this game, this is my PSA. Buy it. $20. Just just do it. Don't think. Just just do it. Go to go to the store, whatever one you work on, Steam, PlayStation, Xbox, it's all there. Do it. Anyway, oh and for you Mo, did you know that if you played the first one, but you decide to buy the game of the year edition which is on sale for $20 with the expansions, it is a new set of achievements. What? Time out what? <laughs> <laughs> So if you played through the original release, yes. even, you know, the expansion on top of that and got all those achievements, yeah. but then you go and get this new, um, the, uh, the game of the year edition that's on sale for 20 bucks that includes the, I think it's 2000 gamer score with all the, all the extras. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all there for you, baby. Right there. Okay. That's um, a beautiful sentence. That's, that's <laughs> Shadow anyway. Mordor good. Oh, that is Shadow Mordor good. But anyway, I, I just wanted to, uh, stop talking now because uh, I, I think that this is super disappointing that I, I understand EA's got to make money, but come on now. You were you were close to release. You were close to being done. It just feels like you're going to throw all that money down the toilet and spend more money to try to make something to release, and it's going to get terrible reception already. It's going to get terrible reception. So... Bad move. You disappointed us all. You failed us. You have failed this console generation. (laughs) Knowing me, it'll be like my favorite Star Wars game. It probably will. (laughs) I'm like, run around and shoot stuff. Cool, let's go. (laughs) Dev, most most disappointing moment in gaming. It was a, uh, for me, the most disappointing, my most disappointing moment in gaming was a little game on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System called Bubsy. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. No one <laughs> should know what it is. It was that bad. Um, I don't know what led me to believe that this was going to be a good game or why I was hype on it. Um, I remember seeing it on the EGM cover way back in the day when you know video game magazines were still relevant, other than Game Informer. Um, and it looked like it was just going to be you know something like along the lines of a Sonic the Hedgehog, Mario Brothers type game, but it was starring this cat named Bubsy who had a little bit of an attitude. I was like, oh, well, you know, this, this this might be cool. Picked it up. Probably the worst game I've ever played in my life. Like, it was just that bad. The mechanics were terrible. Like, the, the timing for the jumps, the the enemy, it was just, it was just a pile of garbage. Um, And I hated myself for asking for that game because, of course, it wasn't my money because I was like, 10 or 11 when it came out and I, I I had that game and that was like the only game I got for some time and I had this piece of trash game that I, I wish I never ever laid eyes on um, 
because that's probably the most disappointing moment in gaming for me. Um, but I definitely have to echo the the cancellation of thirteen thirteen and then the closing of Visceral. That means we get no more Dead Space. Dead Space was awesome until they ruined it with three. Dead Space one and two were awesome. Um, and then thirteen thirteen, like the grittiness of of what that game was going to be, the underbelly, the seedy underbelly uh, of Star Wars. Ah, man, that one hurts. That one hurts. You just had to bring that one up, mate. Ugh, God, <laughs> that hurts. I told you, man. And disappointed, then, echoed, echoed everywhere. Like, yeah. And then the cast. I, I didn't know it was a game. I'm feeling really dumb right now. Oh my god, it looks so it looks so good. It looked like it was going to be the one. We're still waiting on the one as far as I'm concerned with Star Wars games. I mean, we did have I loved both of the Force Unleashed games. They were fantastic. I did too. I did too. But for but this generation not we're, we're we're not yeah, they're not canon anymore for sure. Yeah. But I wish yeah. they would bring the older public actually over to console. Like, why not? Do that. Just do it. Do that. I don't. I don't even want to know what what they're doing with with Amy Henning's game. Like I don't. If they're turning it into like a Destiny like games and service, I'm like, you already have Anthem. Don't do that with Star Wars. Stop it. Yeah, like, that's ugh. what I was thinking too. When they said they want to turn to games as a service, I'm like, you guys have Anthem coming out, right? That's like, you totally don't... fine. I'm over here feeling like really sad because my favorite <laughs> visceral game is still Battlefield Hardline. And everybody else thought that game was sucked. I loved it. I was, I was, I enjoyed the story. I played right through that bad boy, and I'm like, well, Battlefield Hardline's not going to come back, guys. Anybody? <laughs> no. You know, it looked like it was fun. But I just never, I never played it. I never got it, got into it. But it, I was like, oh, this is like a cops and yeah, robbers game. That, that, that could be the, really fun. The story, the story was great. I love that yeah, story. I was, I wasn't going to play the multiplayer, that's for sure. But the, the storyline <laughs> looked like it was cool. Uh, now, Big T, uh, my my most disappointing moment. I actually texted someone and said, "You need to listen to the podcast on Tuesday," and she was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because you're about to be in this." I at this point in my life, I think it's like 2012, 2013. I've never listened to a podcast. I've never re- read a video game magazine. The only games I was playing was Madden, COD, and Assassin's Creed because it helped me connect to my kids, my students. And so when all this when all this happened, when all this was going down, I go into this GameStop in Orlando, and I'm like, "Hey, um, I'm looking for a game to play, something new." And they go, "I've got this great new game that's coming out. It's huge. Uh, it's it's got this, isn't this? It's called Fuse." <laughs> So I pre-order it, and I come in, I pick it up, and I go home, and I put it in, and I start playing, and I finish 10 minutes later, put it back in the box. I drive back over and say, no, you lied to me, Jocelyn. You know what you did was wrong. This game sucks. She's like, well, you just got to give it a chance. I'm like, no, that was a chance. That was 10 minutes. That was 10 minutes, Jocelyn. That game was awful. So she took it back, gave me my money, and I walked away. I'll never forgive you, Fuse. I will never forgive you. Well, at least you could get your money back. I couldn't get my money back on The Escapist. That That was a tough moment. Our next question comes from Sarah, which, which dives into more tough moments, which I'm realizing my kids are going through some stuff, and they want to know from some, some people they trust. Uh, she asked, if you could go back in time and redo one thing, what would you do different, Nate? If I go back in time and redo one thing. You know, I'd probably try to go back in time. And I'm assuming this is just about yourself and then not like, hey, go back in time and stop Hitler or something like that, right? Yeah. So yeah, about you. One thing in your life. I would I would go back and talk to my younger self and be like, yo, dude, listen. You don't need to eat all them Cheetos right now. You, you need to just put down that bag of marshmallows <laughs> right now. You just need to stop. You you need to go outside and move around a little bit more. Cause thirty year old you is gonna be like, hey. Why didn't you do this? (laughs) 
So uh, I'd go back and just try to talk to myself and be like, look, uh, you, you need to like eat vegetables. <laughs> yep. Don't just eat those uh, fried potatoes. Those don't count. Nope. Um, weird thing. But uh, I would just be like, you know, just take care of yourself a little bit better. I don't think I had an appreciation for that when I was younger because uh, you're young and you just don't think about that. But it's something that you that forms you physically for the rest of your life. And it's something that if you want to try to change and you don't do it early, it's going to be quite difficult and a struggle uh, for the rest of your life to deal with. So if I could go back and, and educate myself, I would say eat a carrot. It's still orange and crunchy. <laughs> Pay attention to that, Josiah. I'm getting to your question next. I'm just saying. Dev, what would you go back and change? I think the biggest thing that I would go back and change would be to stick with playing basketball, honestly. Um mm-hmm. Basketball is like my first love when it comes to everything else. Like basketball is the one thing that's like basketball is life. Everything else is just details. Um, But I stopped playing and ended up playing football instead. Um, Just after some, some weird life stuff that happened, it was just one of those things that was associated with something that I just wanted to disassociate myself with and ended up finding some, like a newer group of friends that were really into football so I ended up playing football. And while I was good at football, you know, I was a starter pretty much all throughout high school on both sides of the ball, um, captain and all that. But just the love that I have for basketball and just uh, how much I loved it and just every day wanted to play basketball. It was like one of those things like during the summer, like all I did was play basketball sun up to sundown. And I really wish that I would have just – gutted it out and played in high school um played like during the summer found found like an uh, aau team or something and then played in high school instead of just playing football that'd probably be the one thing that i would would go back and change if i could because basketball is life the rest is just details man uh my kids are gonna love that appreciate it dev uh for me when when i got this question from uh from you sarah you guys all know my students know me pretty well. They know I don't have a lot of big regrets. But as I thought about it, there was one that I if, – if I could be assured the outcome would stay the same, I would change one thing. And it would be I would have gone to the University of Hawaii instead of OSU. And the reason why I turned down the University of Hawaii was because in my neighborhood, had I said I was going to go be a fighting rainbow warrior, I would have got my butt kicked. Like, it just mm. would not have ended well for me. It would be like, you're going where? No, I ain't going to work, coach. And it, I, I put too much emphasis on what the neighborhood was going to think over what was best for me. That was an amazing facility, a wonderful coaching staff, and it got me far away from home and the negatives. So if I if I could be assured that I would still meet, meet Miss Mahoney, I would still be coaching these wonderful kids that I work with, then that would be the one big thing I would like to change. So, all right. Uh, our next one comes from a name that I couldn't read on the piece of paper when it was turned in. So <laughs> this is for unleligible name. Unleligible? Legible. Is there two L's? I don't know. It's illegible. I think. Illegible. That. You could just <laughs> to say. The, to the cat who couldn't write their name. <laughs> 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 and they want to know what game moved you. So, Dev, what game have you played that moved you? The first game to actually move me and make me feel anything, Final Fantasy VII. Um, I don't know what it was, if it was just the time period, just how long the game was, or the fact that, you know, I could put my name in there instead of it being Cloud that gave you that kind of ownership of the character. But, uh... Spoilers, when Eris dies... Uh, that Dude, that was like a two-second spoiler warning. <laughs> Not even that. That's like a millisecond. How Who's Eris? Final Fantasy VII? How? Eris, Aerith, it's I don't know which one but they call her. It, but who is it? Are they? She are dies? They? <laughs> hey, guys. She dies, yeah. though. She dies. Yeah. <laughs> she dies. So I mean, does Farrah in Overwatch. Spoilers. Huh. Well, I didn't know that, but whatever. Dude, they, they all die. It's the way you play the game. Oh. Good point. Thank Touché, you. Sir. <laughs> hey, but I don't know if heroes never die. 
Awesome. Oh man. But yeah, man. She oh she was like the 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 heat my she was my healer. I guess you can kind of have her however you want to be when you when you have your play through the game, but she was my healer. And the way she died, and she dropped my my super healing material, which also pissed me off. But the way she died was just ridiculous. Like you just felt it. Like she gets stabbed something ridiculous by the longest sword in all of gaming and then falls and it's just like, oh God, how why? Why did you do that? She's gone, like she's really and I mean for the longest there were all of these like uh crumbs and like trails and ghost stories of oh you can find her, she's not really dead. Or if you go here at this time and you do these certain events, you can see your ghost or stuff like that. Because their but, uncle um, worked at Sony, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, my uncle works at Sony or just whatever, just all kind of this is and this is like pre-internet, which is the funny part. Like, how do we even get these stories? But yeah, man, that, that game, it was just something about how how well written that game was, how well the characters were done um, for that time period, that that game just really, really, you know, did something to me. I really, really felt it. Like, I felt a part of that game. Like, that was my story. It wasn't Cloud. It was me. I was in that. I was going through that. And it was just, and it's long as hell. So that's another reason. Like, I played it for, like, an entire summer. And that game just uh, gave me all the feels. And... I've been waiting for a remake forever, and it looks like I'm just gonna continue to be waiting for a remake forever because it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see it coming anytime soon. Nate, games that moved you. Oh, so I'm not gonna say Final Fantasy, but it did. Obviously, Dev, you already covered that one well. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Dance Dance Revolution. It, it said I had to move around and hit the pad and the buttons in the right succession of the order, right? Can that count? <laughs> I, I'm going to count it. Um, <laughs> if that's where you want to go. Nah. I mean, um, you, you wouldn't be the cat who gets real lyrical. lyrical literal. Well, that's if on you. you. If you mean it, it did it move you? Um, I, I physically, you, you that would be the moving, right? Or, or is it emotionally? <laughs> we don't know for sure. But the primary definition of the word move is physically moving from location A to location B, which would be, in fact, uh, DDR. No, okay, so um, <clears throat> um I'm going to go with, uh, there, there's a lot of games that have moved me, honestly, because I'm the story guy. I, like, I love games for their story. Uh, I get invested in the characters. I love exploring the content and, you know, just finding things along the way. One of the early games to do that. Um, and did it really well because it used a a license again that I love, <laughs> and uh, it, it was the first time I played. Really got into like these branching RPGs, and it was by Bioware, and it was a fantastic game. Uh, first time I ever played a game by Bioware, and that was Knights of the Old Republic on the Xbox, original Xbox. Um, I still have my copy somewhere in this room. Um, that game. You know, it puts you in as the main character in a Star Wars game, which, you know, you could play as Cal Katarn and stuff like that before, but it didn't have the impact when you played like uh, Jedi Outcast or um, Jedi Knight that you had with Knights of the Old Republic because you could forge your own destiny in a way. Yep. Uh, you made your choices. You could be good or bad. Uh, you built relationships with the characters, or they could leave the party. Like it was, you know, that there were characters that you could even you could play the game and never even get them on your crew. And I thought that was I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was great. Uh, you could actually form relationships with characters in the game, um, and you know, there's that big twist and reveal, and just it was fantastic storytelling. And you know, ha- how, however you decided to play out your game, you know, there's that final climactic battle that just depends on how you go what how your reaction is going to be right uh and there was a lot of times in that game where when you talk about something that moves you emotionally not physically when you talk about something that moves you it's it elicits a response whether it be you know a feeling of despair loneliness lost joy uh you know laughter things like that and this game had it all it had oh man what am i going to do this is a this is a gut-wrenching decision it had that was a hilarious line. I did it all for the Wookiees. What? The Wookiees. Um, there is so much in that game 
that just it was perfect for me and it is still perfect like i would go back and play it on the ipad every now and then because it's out there um i wish they would remake that game and when i say remake i don't necessarily mean like final fantasy 7 and whatever they're doing with that but like just you know try to give it an up res treatment and put it out in the current consoles because that is a fantastic game make that canon I'm talking about Star Wars a lot tonight. You know, it's yeah. on my mind. But make that canon because that'd be great. Because that that game, it's it's a it's a investment in time. And every time I played it, and I played it at least forty times for sure. Uh, something I found something new, something different, and that was amazing to me. Going through the same storyline, but having different abilities and or options open up to me, or things in that, that I can do differently. It just, it was so grand in the scale. And it still sticks with me as one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, even though there's probably better games now technically, you know, from the, the, from the graphics side and the precision side and voice acting, that, whatever. But that game is legend. So that is the game that I want to shout out that moved me, that I thought was fantastic on every level. And... I wish people would be able to go back and play that, which coming soon to Xbox One original backwards compatibility, you might be able to. Heck yes. Uh, had you asked, if had I been on this podcast yesterday, my answer would have been called Fragments of Him. Uh, it's an amazing story. One of those ones that just ripped me to shreds uh, as I finished it and uh, I talked to you about it. Um, I shared it with, uh, we have an uh, LB jg2q um group that meets um to help with uh, our kids who who have different sexualities and different orientations as far as their sexuality and i shared that game with them and we actually did a, a play together um, and they loved it and um that would have been my answer however today i 1000 a game called beyond eyes and in that game you play as a, a blind girl who's looking for her lost uh cat her cat had had run away and you go through the game and you're doing these puzzles and you're solving things and you're trying to find your furry friend. Um, and, and I will spoil this. So you will hear the ending right now. So if you don't want to take three seconds, pause, move away, mute me back up. But at the end, you find out that this journey she's been on, been on is her overcoming the grief of her cat dying of her pet dying and that relationship and so the people who know me, who, uh, who know what's going on with me uh, lately, I, the idea of losing a pet uh, strikes me real, real hard. And so I'm, I'm talking, I finished that, uh, I want to say about 7 o'clock today. And at that moment, literally, I just had to take a break. I went downstairs. I gave my puppy bear a big hug and a kiss. I gave Daisy a nice long belly rub and made sure they knew that they, I love them so much. Uh, so right now, Beyond Eyes would be a, a game that just, just moved me. Just just got me. All right. Now we're going to move into something a little more fun. Last question is from uh, Big Guy Josiah. Love this kid. Uh, and his question is, after hearing the last show with all the food tips, what is the best and the worst meal you've had? Nate, we'll start with you. I recently had a really, 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 really good meal. And I don't know if it's just because it's, you know, stood out to me because it's recent or what, but um, it's uh, at a restaurant called Roy's, which I think there is there is more than just in Hawaii where I was at, where I had this particular restaurant. No, wait, sorry, it wasn't Roy's. Oh, okay. There's two restaurants. I got I to shut both out. Okay. So Roy's had fantastic fish. I had this fish called Butterfish. That is the absolute best fish I have ever had in my life. Butterfish, find it, eat it. It is fantastic. But the best meal award goes to um, a restaurant called Chai's. And it, it's a the chef's name is Chai. Uh, and it is like, you know, just a one-off restaurant in, in Honolulu. And it's fantastic. Like the presentation... The meal, the food that I had, it was just all so good. The appetizer was amazing. The drink was amazing. Everything about it just all coalesced and became this fantastic 
dinner um, among the the best I've ever had, if not the best. And it was it was just so good. The only thing that could have made it better is if it was butterfish. And um, what I had though, I can't even hardly remember. I just remember it being so dang good. I know there was risotto, and I know there was more than just it was some sort of fish because I was in Hawaii and I wasn't going to eat like meat like cow because I get that here and it's really good here. Um, but yeah, so that was fantastic. It was really good. And what was the the flip side of that question? Uh, the worst meal. But before we go into that, because this is PSVG OT, and I don't do the whole Googling thing, what's a risotto? Like, what is that? I don't actually know what it, the consist, what risotto consists of. Is it like of. noodles or is it it's, cheese? It's like a noodle, I think. Okay, that's all I need. I just need to know if I was in the right place. Like in like, my head, I was seeing something different. I just want to make sure I was. Okay. So, worst meal. Worst meal you've had. All right. Um, worst meal I had. Um, have you ever had, and I'm not going to, I don't think the, the whole meal wasn't like bad. Okay. There was, man, there's a lot. Okay. So I'm going to go worst side I've ever had, um, burnt Brussels sprouts. So yes, Brussels sprouts when prepared, right. No, nope. delicious. Nope. Still, nope. still in the horrible column. Ne- negative. Negative. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Brussels sprouts in it. Just that's wrong. So no. the first time I ever tried it was with HelloFresh, <laughs> and I would never try it beforehand. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try something different. I want to try some Brussels sprouts and just kind of see what happens. First time I had it, it was fantastic. It was really good. Uh, prepared well. Everything was 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 great. Honestly, I never would have tried it before. But it's like a small little head of cabbage, and if you just prepare it right, it tastes really good. Um, but if you prepare it wrong or if you prepare it too much, if you burn it and you try to eat that, it is the, it's terrible. It's nasty. Just don't even do it. Um, so that's one thing. So charred Brussels sprouts, terrible side, never eat it. And there was a, there's a restaurant and I, I don't know if it moved or if it closed, but here locally, um, my wife and I went there for our anniversary dinner because we heard it was really good this Italian restaurant and I can't remember the name of it. It doesn't matter, but we went there right as they were opening for dinner service. Um, and our meal included a salad. So we got a salad and the salad had like wilted lettuce and stuff in it. Or it's like, oh, no, old, no, old no lettuce. And so we that was that restaurant now. Just, I, mm, I know. <laughs> so, and, and the music that they're playing is just like, you could tell it was from like an MP3 player and it was just <laughs> generic. Weird, weird Al's popping in in the middle of something romantic. <laughs> it's just like this generic <laughs> Italian music, you know? It's, like, it's just super cheesy. And then, uh, you know, they, they bring out the the meal and I ordered like this, the shrimp pasta or something with seafood pasta. And if it was like they overcooked the pasta, so it was like waterlogged. You know what I mean? There's like just too much water in the pasta and the 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 sauce was just like a little too thick. The whole thing was like this this thick mess. Like if you twirled your fork around in it, you pull it out and you have like a lollipop of whatever this is. And it was just like Ugh. bad texture, um bad flavor and just was not good on any level. And, you know, to, to make matters worse, that's where we went for our anniversary. Ooh. And so it's like, well, this is a failure. Um, <laughs> so later on, like, you know, a couple of days later, we went to like, I don't know, a, a steakhouse and got a decent steak because that that it, first experience was not just that, yeah. not that. So but anyway, um, that was a terrible meal. Like if you're going to be an Italian restaurant, learn how to make pasta. I mean, that's basic, right? Like it. You would think so. You boil water, you strain it out, and and you're good. Just just don't boil it too much. It's like Brussels sprouts. Don't cook it too much, or just don't eat it. Dev, <laughs> what was your best meal? What was the worst one, bud? So I'm racking my brain because I am not a foodie. So okay. trying to remember, just wait meals for me. For me just is, wait for what I'm uh, about to say, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that probably my 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 favorite meal was actually um, this stuffed French toast from um, oh god I can't remember the name of the restaurant 
because again, I'm not a foodie, but it's a stuffed French toast uh, that has like a, a sweet cream cheese, um, strawberries, blueberries, all just baked in. It's just, it's delicious. And you know, for me, you know that my food is good when I got completely silent and then my food is gone and you look up and you still have half your meal. Um, and that's what happens every time I get this French toast. Everybody's <laughs> trying to share meals and stuff. My meal is already Everybody, gone. Everyone's passing around talking, taking like, glasses, and you're just. Yeah, I'm done. Like, it was just that good. Um, <laughs> the worst meal I've ever seconds. had. Yeah, they're getting, I'm, I'm like, can I get another? And it's already just that's how good that French toast is. I love that stuff. Um, I'm big on just sweets, so that it's always going to go to sweets for me. I had um, today. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm jealous. The worst meal I've ever had. Um, I'm just going to say anything with Brussels sprouts because those things are gross and, and yeah. wrong. <laughs> there's just there's. I'm sorry. There's no correct. They're with extremely those. healthy for you, and that goes back to the put the, the Cheetos thing down. <laughs> because you have to eat them now because you did when you were young. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I no. That's a negative, That's sir. Which you? That's a negative, sir. The, the negative goes for the pattern is full. We're we're not we're not messing with. Brussels sprouts. So that's what I'm gonna go with my, my worst meal or anything that had a Brussels sprout on the plate. That's okay. Getting so, back. so before we move on from this food topic, this was my was my meal, the best one. Okay, that looks that looks beautiful. It's uh, it's like scallops and risotto, and it was fantastic. There was mussels in there as well. Oh, so good. And then I want to show you. Because My wife would like that. I'd pass. Oh, that so good. <laughs> you don't even know. You need to try it. Um, this was the other meal that was like four fish. I don't know if you can really tell, but it's four fish, good. and then there's rice in there too, and then there was some sake and some other stuff because that was a good good date. Um, but the the fish on the, I think it's the one below the rice in that picture is the butterfish. Mm. Oh, so good. I know my wife so has had butterfish, and she said that it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was while we were in Hawaii, so that sounds yeah. all right. It's so good. Anyway, my bad. It's I didn't. I'm. I had to share what it looked like at least because it was good, and I had really good sushi there too. Oh, a good sushi mm-hmm. though. Sushi. Good sushi is a fantastic meal. Uh, mm. All the time. I had some good sushi with her buddy Dan too. That was pretty good. I had some other good stuff with him, but uh, yeah, not mm-hmm. bad. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, Nate just showed us pictures on his phone of food. Some of them were colored <laughs> with red. Some were yellow. I saw some some whites because I want to make sure I'm helping you out. Those were what the pictures were of, were of the food. So in case you just got real confused for a minute, like let's say you were like in and out of the pod for a second. And you're like, what are they talking about? We were just looking at pictures. So you have now, I've just wordalized the pictures for your brain. You're welcome, listener. <laughs> You're welcome. And <laughs> since, since you did such a good wordalizing, I want I'm you to wordalize this picture. Uh, I, Star Wars is good and stuff. Did I do it? I thought I felt like I had it good there. KOTOR. What's a KOTOR? Nice so, Republic. <laughs> I, so I have he, no idea what you're talking about. Here, here it is for the, for the people that are listening. It's just this little meme. It's just we're in PSVGOT. Anything goes. So <laughs> the meme is the old the D and D guy that says like you come across frightened younglings. What do you do? And that's a picture of oh, Anakin. No, I attempt to console them and calm them down. And it has a picture of a dice, and he rolls a one. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then it's yes. a picture of, of him uh, lighting his lightsaber at the uh, at the temple. <laughs> And the little kid's like, Master Skywalker, what are you going to do? Too soon. Too soon. Oh, that's good. I've never seen that one before. Now, back to my food stuff. I got this. <laughs> All right. So my worst meal. Now, again, I'm a I'm a football player who's been a defensive tackle for a number of years. So I'm going to tell you right now, I have not had a lot of bad meals. Not because they weren't good tasting or they weren't bad tasting, because I had to get the calories in one way or another. So – I've been married for almost a month. My wife knows that I have got to get 9,000 calories in a day. What? So she goes down to Walmart. It's a lot. 
And it is a lot. So she goes to Walmart. My beautiful bride. We've been married for a month. I'm in training camp. Okay, I'm doing all, all the stuff I'm supposed to do, eating what I'm supposed to eat. She goes down. She finds the, the pancakes that have the highest amount of calories. Thinking, I'm going to help my man. He loves pancakes. I, I like to make the pancake. I used to do honey and jam mixed together. I'm, I'm not a big syrup fan. But my buddy Josh actually told me about this. I do peanut butter now. So I do a little peanut butter on top of the pancake. It's amazing. Hey, Mo, sidebar. You said breakfast and you said honey and jam. Uh, yeah. Have you, in, when you're in Chicago, ever been to the honey jam? Yep. So good. Sorry, we were talking about food, breakfast, honey and jam. It had to come out. Yeah. So I used to do the pancakes, the honey and the jam, and I'd, I'd smash through five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever, whatever the number was. So my wife finds the one with the most calories trying to help her man, trying to help her man stay big. And she makes these for me. It's it's six o'clock in the morning. I got practice at eight. We get up early. I'm I'm smashing. I'm like, this is a pretty good pancake. Like it's different tasting, but it's okay. And I get to the I get to the gym. I take my protein shake. I, I go in, I'm getting my lift in. Practice starts, you know, get, getting ready to go to practice at eight, be out in the field. And I walk out the field and I hear this. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. My stomach is not okay. Wait, was it like, like no gurgle, gurgle, gurgle? It, it like was Mario theme. It was one of those things. My stomach was trying to tell me, "Listen, man, if you do not find a toilet, bad things are about to happen. It is going down. Literally, it will go down." And so I sprint back into the building. And I go to the bathroom. I come out. Literally, the moment I stood up, had to go again. This goes on for the rest of practice. Like I'm sick. I go home, and I'm like, "What is going on? What is wrong with me?" Like, am I going to get the flu? I look at the box. They're fiber one pancakes. <laughs> hey, at least you had some bulk. Right? It took it took me it took me. I'm gonna tell you, I was dehydrated that night. It took me two days to get back to normal. Like, and she was so sorry. So that was I'm gonna put that as my worst meal. My best meal, my kids were nearly answered. Chicken tacos, as long as they are done properly. A good chicken taco is in a hard shell, and there is more cheese to lettuce in the ratio. Like, it doesn't have to be super heavy on the cheese side. It can be light lettuce with a little bit extra cheese. That's fine. But if you give me a whole bunch of lettuce and two things of cheese, we have a problem. That is not a chicken taco. Like, there's an issue. The cheese and the chicken, they they are inherently good together. So I, I love me some chicken tacos. I will have chicken tacos any other week. I'm, I'm about about it. So... Well, with that, guys, uh, that was our last question. This is another episode of PS PSVGOT. Uh, any final thoughts today, Dev? You good? Dev? I am chilling. Sorry, I was on mute there. Uh, um, sorry. We, we've all been there. Uh, no, you know, no final thoughts. Things are good. This was a great time. I, I love these intimate fireside chats that we have with a little yes. bit of ridiculousness spruced in. Um <laughs> Glad to be here with you guys. Glad to chat it up, man. Loving it. Nader Todd, how about you, big guy? (sighs) Thank you for having me tonight. It was fun. Uh, Mo, I think you do a fantastic job coaching this PSV GOT. Thank you for for putting me in, coach. I was was ready. Come off the bench. Um, But yeah, this was a, a fun time. I love having the the questions from your kids and shout out to them. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you for giving Mo as much trouble as you can. Um, and uh, assignment for you kids, uh, throw all the dodgeballs at Mo. Like, <laughs> just throw them all. Just, whenever you see a dodgeball and you see Mo, throw it, chuck it, just do it. He's a large target. You, you shouldn't miss. I dare you kids. I dare you. <laughs> Y'all know how strong coach's arm is. I dare you to do that. Come on over. Coach is beating kids like half the, the the school away, just hitting them all the way across the wall. But you see, when you when you do it, just be like, Nathan said I can throw it at you. Boom. And it's go, okay. Yeah, he did, but he ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh so this is our second episode of uh PSVG OT. I wanted to put you guys on the docket. We have some amazing guests coming. We have the the girls on games coming. We've got some other people in the works, and I'm so excited to get to chat with them and, and be a part of this 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 thing that I love that I'm so passionate about getting to do with you guys. And so to wrap it up, 
that's game over. Have a great night. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Find more great content at PlaySomeVideoGames.com.